All right, and welcome to Fast Break Breakfast MBA Podcast. My name is Keith, here once again with my buddy Chuck and just my buddy Chuck. Hey now. This is terrifying. I'm so scared. Uh, John had something come up, a kind of a personal thing. Anyway. I think. He's fine. He's fine, but he can't be here. We actually made a blood pact never to podcast just Chuck. And Keith. And Keith. Yeah. That was the one. uh, Mm -hmm. We we said, okay, John and Keith. Yeah, John and Keith would be fine. If we we had to. Yeah, that could work. If we had to. But we were at the beginning. We were like, Chuck and Keith can never that be in the same room together. We'll say it's... You might not know this if you listen to Fast Break Breakfast. When Chuck and I talk, Chuck's eyes glaze over. Usually. And he just kind of lays there. Mm-hmm. Like uh, the, the world's worst lover. Yeah. He just lies there motionless. Mm-hmm. And I like prod and poke. Nothing? Are Nothing. you going to move? Sometimes Nothing? I just blink. So this is big for you, Chuck. This is your chance. You are, you are I think, definitely the lowest usage uh-huh. member of the team, yeah, I don't get a lot of I don't get a lot of minutes uh, with the ball in my hand. Not a lot, not a lot of looks. You're no. out there. I'm out there. Maybe you're not getting the ball past you. This but, is your chance. This is Carmelo Anthony taking a game off. Right. You're Paul George, Chuck. I'm getting more shots. You're gonna have your hands on the ball. I want to see stuff happen. Can't wait to handle. Can't wait to uh, do a little Adolf. I'm gonna dribble a leg off of uh, dribble off a leg or foot. Uh, you might. Yeah, might Anderson, do that. Anderson dribble off leg or foot. That is me. Oh, that's good. That that's works. Because it does work. Uh, that's me playing church league when a little bit too much is asked of me. Right. Yeah. I, I know my role, but hey, sometimes Mario Chalmers plays well in the finals when LeBron's <laughs> not playing well. He's cramped up. We're going to yeah. hope this is more Mario Chalmers stepping up and less of we have to give someone minutes here, Andrew Harrison, shoot the ball. Oh, that's, or, and Mario Chalmers shoot or the also ball. Mar- <laughs> or also Mario Chalmers. Uh, it's fun. Rio. So, Chuck, I want to tell you this. Since you are a man who looks like you can fix things with your hands, and I don't know if that's just a stereotype because you have a beanie and you wear flannel sometimes and you have tattoos and a large beard. Right. I also have a large beard, and I have a, like, it's not very well groomed. So I think a lot of times people assume I can also fix things, mm. like with an unkempt neck beard. They're like, that guy probably can do some stuff. But as a guy who understands beards, you have the, like, youth pastor beard. You know, it's it's there, it's solid, but it isn't the... You know, I would argue a youth pastor beards is manicured, mm, where mine right. is not manicured. Well, you're imagining you've got the, the Oxford shirt tucked into your That's pants. That's because I just came from work. I am wearing khakis. You do, I you don't do wear seem, khakis very much. You do many khaki wears. But yeah, you, you, but I see, I see what you're saying. You do well, also anyway, fit like you know what you're doing. So I am because you drive a beat-up old car. I assume you have to be able to, fit, be able to fix something yourself. Rarely. Okay. Yes. Well... You can tell me if I did this right. I go to the mechanic. This is, this is a pre-breakfast. A pre-breakfast uh, aside. So, you know, my, tire, my gas pressure light on my car is on. Obviously, it's cold weather, you know, air pressure changing. Mm-hmm. I check it. Oh, it's really low. You know, fill it up. It's low again. Okay, I, I probably got a, you know, I got a little, little puncture in the tire. Let's go get that patched. Slow leak. So I go, I go to the oil change place. I say, hey, uh, I need you to, you know, uh, patch my tire. Also, while I'm here, you know, oil change would be great. Uh, top off my fluids, if you will, because I notice I'm really, I'm, I'm, I'm out of wiper fluid as well. Since we're here, let's take it all, get all taken care of. Uh, they do. Anyway, when I pick up the car, I'm like, oh, uh, the tire light's still on. Maybe the computer just hasn't figured out that right. there's, there's got to reset tires. the ECU. Uh, and then I get home and I'm like, oh, let's see, they put the wiper fluid. No wiper fluid. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, these guys are so lazy. I just didn't do it. So uh, I had wiper fluid. Uh, I, I, I go to put air in my tire. It's probably the next day where I'm like, all right, I, I'll put air in the tire. Uh, there's like no air. I mean, it's very low, like 10 PSI. I'm like, did they not add air to the tire when they patched it? Uh, and then, so I fill it up and then it leaks again, like tire, tire lights on. I'm like, they did not. You guys scammed? Well, here's the thing, Chuck. All right. So I paid for an oil change and they said they patched my tire uh-huh. and topped off my fluids. It's even on the receipt like tire patch, whatever. Right. I'm like, they did not patch my tire. There's no patching. So I call him on the phone. I'm like, hey, guys. I came in, you know, to uh, get an oil change and get my tire patched. You guys did not patch my tire. Uh, I would like a refund for just the oil, cha- the oil change. Now, like, well, we can't do it over the phone. You got to come in. I'm like, okay. So part of me is nervous that I'm wrong. So I, like, I, I go into this oil change place, and I'm like, hey, so, called you on the phone. 
uh, came in for a tire. And they rotated the tires. So, like, the, the flat is no longer passenger rear. It's, it's not passenger front. So, so again, again part of me thinks maybe I ran over something else immediately. It could have happened. So maybe they did. So I'm like, I would like a refund for this oil change because you said you did this service. You did not do this service. And they're like, oh, well, did you check this? Did you check this? Are you sure you could run over something else? I'm like, maybe. They're like, well, let's check it out. Let's see if the tire was patched and the patch came off. I'm like, oh, that's fair. Maybe they patched it and it came off. It happens. Happens. Honest mistake in this cold weather. So they're like, well, let's check it. Let's, let's, get, let's, get, your, let's, get, your, yeah, let's get your tire taken care of. So uh, they, they put it up on the, on the rack. There, and they one guy comes back who hasn't been involved. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a screw in that guy's tire. There's no, no one ever patched any tires on that car. And I was, and so they're like, I'll take care of it for you. I'm like, cool. I'm like, well, I would also like a, a refund <laughs> now that we've determined I am correct. <laughs> You're trying to squeeze them for a little bit of. I'm not trying to squeeze. Well, I'm saying, I, you am, am I, was I wrong, Chuck, to say, I feel like you should refund me for the oil change I paid for. Because my impetus for coming in was to patch my tire. You did not patch my tire. In addition, on the receipt, you wrote, you patched my tire. You also did not fill up my fluids. You did, the, you did not do the two things that I know how to check that you did. <laughs> so I feel like you should give me a refund. And, uh, and the, guy, the guy was like, well, no. I mean, you paid for an oil change. We gave you an oil change. And I'm like, oh, so your argument is... Your argument is job well done? Right. Like, you think you did right. No, no harm, no foul. He's like, well, we're taking care of it now. Right. I'm like, so again, in your book, that makes, like, you, you did right. Like All services were paid for. But, but yeah, he's like, I'm like, I'm like well, doesn't, doesn't topping off the wiper fluid, isn't that included? It's advertised as being included in your own change. He's like, well, if we didn't top it off, you can come back in and we'll top it off. I'm like, so your business model is... <laughs> Uh, only do things when you get caught. Yeah, yeah. Not doing I was them. like, your business model is you will sell me an oil change and, and these other services. When I discover these services have not been done, mm-hmm. I can come in and you'll make it right. Take care of it. And that and that is your job well done. Where is the name of this that, place? That's your national tire and battery. Sounds... And it's a huge it's a huge national chain. Yeah. I'm like, you can look up my phone number. You're right by my house. I come in here frequently. Like I'm a customer. Your job. As a right. business, should be like, oh, we obviously screwed up. A technician wrote that he did this job he did not do. We right. just make it right and write off an old change. So here's the thing on that on their side, I'm I'm gonna stick up for them. You think you think it's early right. Monday? No, it, this was Saturday morning. Oh, geez, even worse. Those guys are Saturday morning hungover. I had, forgot to, I, had, his I, had, I had to come in on a Saturday because I'd already come in on a weekday to get this thing taken care of. <laughs> oh, you had to come back the next He's day. He's like, we're not charging you anymore. I'm like, this is my time. I've yeah, come here again. Your that's time what, is worth an oil change. That's where I bluffed Chuck, pretending my time is oh, worth money. Oh, it is not worth money. <laughs> my time is not worth it money. It is not worth <laughs> I know I, I was sitting there listening to that story, and I was thinking about where I could like place a pun. Oh yeah, I couldn't do it. You couldn't find a, a breakfast. No, a, a make it like no. Uh, it's just like my brain was real tired. I'm gonna let you fin. I'm gonna let you finish, <laughs> but you did not finish my oil change. Right, my tire pun fell flat. <laughs> but I, anyway, I so had a spare. Also, at some point, the guy who John would laugh. The guy that. who was not helping me is like, <laughs> let's. He's like, let's go outside and talk. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, I'm not gonna. No, I'm fine. I love this conversation being in front of your other customers. <laughs> This is great. Like I will continue to stand I'm here. Quite comfortable. I am. Indoors. I am very comfortable indoors having this conversation <laughs> with people listening. This is fun. This is cool. And honestly, I texted Abby. I'm like, I'm having a great day. I got to raise my voice at a guy, <laughs> and I think, I, and, I, and I'm getting a refund. That's it. The, the the other workers at <laughs> small victories. The other workers at National Tire and Battery. Their body language was. We're on your side. <laughs> like they, I feel like they kept doing like a weird thing where they were looking at me. And they look over at the sales guy who was like, "No, I'm not refunding you." And 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 to, to which I'm like, well, "I'm like, well, well, who's your like? Let's talk to the manager. This this is ridiculous." He's like, "Well, the manager's not working. How about that?" He said that. How he said, about that? He said, "How about that?" Oh, I love it. And I was like, "I was like, I'm sorry. How about that?" Did what, he what, try what, to? Like, did he is, say cashew outside? He afterwards. did. <laughs> uh, and 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 eventually, so another guy. So at this point, another guy goes, "Sir, can I please have your phone number?" And so he looks up my phone number, looks at my account. They decide I am worthy of right. of a, a refund. I'm like, it shouldn't even matter. It shouldn't even it's matter principle. if I have passed business here. Like I, I did, I was like, I bought my tires here. He's like, well, we didn't charge you for the tire patch. I'm like, literally every tire company yep. in the world will patch your tire for free. Did you ever, in this course of like your combative 
you know, refund getting? Did you yeah. ever say, you're treading on thin ice, buddy? Oh, that would have been so you good. Should've, you should have hit him with that. Listen, I'm on very thin tread here. <laughs> this is a slippery slope. Yeah. This, yeah. Is, this I'm, argument I'm, I'm, is slippery I'm, when I'm, what? I'm, I'm slip sliding around. <laughs> I can feel this fishtailing right now. Uh, I'm about to have a blowout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So they did, they did, they did refund me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the concept of them thinking, job well done, we didn't do the services we told you we did. That really, that, that really bugged me. That dude probably has like a quota for how many like refunds he's allowed to give a year, and he already gave them out in the first two months. That could be true. Because it sounds a- like a and real... A- and real... After, after he gave me the refund shock, he says, hey, just a little bit of advice. <laughs> Next time you want a refund, don't come in saying, I want a refund. <laughs> I have been on his side, though. Right. Where it's like, yeah, you deserve a refund, but you're not entitled to a refund. <laughs> yeah. And those are two very specifically yeah, different very things. Specific. Like getting one, like you got to approach it as like, hey, I mean, we make this right. Yeah. Because that's my, that's my like I mean, perfect I've, way I, to do it. I Let's make this right. You like make I this gave right. I a chance when I said like, so it turns out you guys actually didn't fix the tire. <laughs> but Keith, I know you. Pause. <laughs> Like, you, you reveled in the fact that you were right, and I then did, once oh you God, were gloaty, it was over. He wasn't going to do anything also for you. Also, this week, I had a big uh, testosterone-boosting moment where I changed my own car battery. Ooh. I've never done that before. Man. I, text, I texted the wife. I'm like, hey, uh, so I'm getting a refund. It turns out I was right. They never patched the tire. This is like 80% as awesome as the <laughs> testosterone surge I felt when I changed my own tire. You're crushing it. So uh, that, was, that was Keith being a bad person, but having a lot of fun doing it. Anyway, uh, Chuck, we've been going for a while. Look at this. We don't. We don't need John. We don't need John. This is is this filler? You can tell it's filler. It's audience. a lot of filler. Did you have breakfast? Stretching. Yes, I did. What'd you have? I went to Tower Deli near my house in East Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, it is a um, a little market that has a deli set up. It's, it's enjoyable. They have an approximation of a uh, New York style breakfast sandwich that I enjoy. But to this on this day, I had the uh, the Philly breakfast sandwich, which was an egg. Philly steak, peppers, onions, and uh, I forget what else. Something else. I think like like mayo or something. But it was incredible. It's on a roll. Is this where you get your chopped cheese sandwich? That's my chopped cheese spot. Chopped but cheese I couldn't place. do chopped cheese. I'm trying to like... Too much trying to come I'm, back? I'm trying to like not just eat pure garbage all the time. But I mean, I went with a, another meat sandwich. Right. With, uh, you know, cheese in it. It just had far less cheese and grease. That's pretty good. I feel uh, good about it, though. Speaking of far less garbage, I had cinnamon sugar donuts mm. for my breakfast uh, because, as we record this on a Monday, this is a three-year anniversary of two pretty important things. One, my son was born. Yay. Oh, it's his birthday? It's his birthday. No way. Uh, and one of those, we were asking him, like, what do you want for your birthday? And he said, birthday donuts. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. Done. So the three-year-old, I would get him, get, get him a donut. Turns out he wanted a sprinkle. Hmm. Like I got him out of bed. He's he's like he's like he's like he's like, am I still sleeping? (laughs) I'm like, well, we gotta get up. I'm like, hey, do you want a birthday donut? And he was like, sprinkles. Oh no! And I was like, oh, that's what you mean. Oh, I guess that I could have put together. You do like a sprinkled donut. Yeah, and those are all so uncanny. But anyway, I was like, no, no. Here's the cinnamon sugar donut. So it's also it's the three year anniversary of his birth, which also means it's the three year anniversary of Ryan Holland's allegedly (laughs) tipping an inbounds pass with three tenths of a second left that Courtney Lee caught and did a reverse layup as the uh, that was a big game. The Grizzlies beat the Kings. That was a really good game. It it, it was great shot game. All right, well, those were our breakfasts. After our breakfast, we move to our breakfast in bed apologies. This is our chance to make right for what we might have gotten wrong on any previous episode. It is often frequently, like today, the first time we talk about basketball. Chuck, do you have anything you need to make amends for? <sighs> I, I besmirched the Knicks last week, and I, they've made me something of a believer. Um or those of you who've listened to our podcast before, I am reverse jinxing them wholeheartedly. Oh, as a as a Heat lifer and person who uh, can't stand them ever since the Jeff Van Gundy cr- uh, grabbing Alonzo Mourning's leg days. We have dragged the Knicks for years, sometime, like since the start. Yeah, well, they were. I mean, a, they've been a train wreck they, since we began the podcast right. uh, a little over three years ago. Mm-hmm. And now I've you know they're seven and five. Uh, they look good. They've found their, you know, synergy playing around Porzingis, and it looks like he's good enough to keep them in the mix of a playoff spot. Uh, 
He's incredible. Small sample size, of course, but he looks like he can keep them in at least the you know bottom of the playoff race. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm sorry, Nick fans, if I've you know besmirched and slandered your team because they aren't that bad. Also, Frankie Smokes looks great. Frankie Nicotine. He is. How do you say his name again? Nicholas Nilakina. Nilakina. But then, but then I heard someone say the T was back in hmm. when it became maybe like. Nitilakina? I don't know. But then I heard him say it again on the Knicks broadcast. If the Knicks broadcast is wrong, that's all I can do is follow what they're saying. They're saying saying Nilakina. No, he looks great. uh, He's got great assist numbers. He's not turning the ball over. He's getting steals. I saw a thing where he has has, way more assists and way fewer turnovers than Derrick Rose has. Oh. I mean, the Derrick Rose thing, I guess, makes the turnover thing. But he has has more steals and more assists than Derrick Rose currently has. For the Cavs, uh, I feel like LeBron James owes an apology to Frank Nielakina for like just randomly picking him as picking who? him out as like the Knicks should have drafted Dennis Smith. I mean, I know LeBron's walked it back. He has. He said I was mainly taking a shot at Phil Jackson for for passing up this guy for dumb reasons. Posse, but uh, posse dude. And you know, uh, your, boy, your boy LeBron is in New York. Yeah, he is riding that subway Acting like an idiot. He's like, oh, I'm on the subway. I'm going to take a video of myself and this guy who doesn't know who I am sitting next to me. Guess what, LeBron? Not everyone in New York City knows who you are. And uh, you don't get to put your phone in someone's face and record people without their permission, Nudnik. <laughs> but you're, you're smarting up. You ever been on the train, you fool? I don't. I've lived in New York City. You do that stuff in New York, you end up with the bloody nose. <laughs> I'm going to give you a right in the eye. Jay Ugly. Crowder. Jay Crowder called riding the subway in New York a, quote, once in a lifetime experience. Oh, that's incredible! <laughs> He's like, look, look at this, just yeah, with the pores blending in with the pores. <laughs> look at all these people who have to rely on public transportation. But what's weird is that New York City will have a millionaire coming up on the subway from time to time because it's an effective way to travel. It is, and you don't, you know, you could be you could be loaded and run the su- run on that su- subway life, a-, a la John Wick. Yeah. Keanu's all up in the subway. You saw that John Wick 2, right? I did, but did not make, John Wick 1. Yeah, did it make sense without seeing the first one? All the murders still made sense. All yes. the murders still made yeah. sense. When you kill people as proficiently as him, it's, it's they, all makes sense. I got to tell you, in the first one, Chuck, they do not explain why no one ever aims at Keanu's head. Though. They don't care. They, they know, that, that, that actually isn't explained. <laughs> I think it would make the second the sequel make more sense. If you're like, oh, yeah, they already explained. It's, like a, it's, it's bad form to shoot at John Wick's head because... Everyone considers that a cheap way to kill him. Right. So let's just keep firing into his bulletproof jacket. <laughs> I love that. Well, I, I also have read a fan fiction where uh, John Wick is an extension of that movie Constantine. So he's actually like... I oh, he's he's uh, he's undead. He's an undead, you know... Was it a demon? I don't... A fallen Angel? Fallen Angel. I don't know. I remember can't that remember. I get, I get the plot of that. But it's like the prequel or something. Or the... I don't know. It's the same universe makes sense. It's the same universe. Same wardrobe at the very least. <laughs> my apology. Uh, I already apologized in my last interview episode for forgetting that Manu Ginobili is also over 40. And w- really good. When we were doing that thing about the, the Vince Carter and, and uh, Jason Terry not making any two-pointers, I, I forgot Manu. So I already apologized for that. I will now apologize to the Memphis Grizzly, Tyreek Evans. Reek. We call him Reek. We call him Reek because that's a funny Game of Thrones name. Mm-hmm. That's why I call him Reek. Right. He's he's an emasculated coward. Right. That's fu- that's funny to me. But apparently he, Reek is also his real nickname. But yeah, it is. I use it only because of Game of Thrones. Yeah, but it's um, fun. Funny enough, it's also a redemption story because Reek in Game of Thrones. Spoiler alert. Spoiler. Kind of you know isn't a piece of crap well, anymore. He's kind of not. No, but he's, he has re- redemptive qualities. He jumped off that boat. What, he just feels bad about the bad stuff he does? Let me see somebody cut his balls off. What would you do? This is like Kevin Spacey. Just feeling bad isn't enough, Chuck. It isn't, but he's also helping. Guys, uh, guys, I feel bad now that's affected me on the bottom line. <laughs> Louis C.K. here. Yeah. I feel, Easy. I, hey, I, I feel bad uh, now that it actually affects me. Right. That's that's reek for me. Right. But not my reek. Not Tyreek Evans. Not Tyreek Evans. I thought was like... I don't know. I wasn't excited about him taking over. I thought the theory of Tyreek Evans was not as good as what we would get in actuality. So far on the young season, he's been really good. And obviously, we're recording this lame duck style before they play the Bucks on Monday night, which is going to be a Grizzlies watch party. I hope you guys, after the fact, are there. Yeah. Because you won't hear this until Tuesday. You won't Tuesday. hear this until Tuesday. But uh, he's averaging 18, 5, and 3. He's shooting 50%. He's mm-hmm. shooting 40% on threes, 45%, actually, uh, on, I think, five attempts a game. He's been great. 
And even some of those numbers, I feel like he's just doing garbage time, right. putting up stats. But, like, no, there's times where he takes over the game where they have to have it. In the Houston game, the last Houston game that they lost, again, you can argue they lost the game a lot. Mm-hmm. He was incredible. He was the reason they were, they were fighting to stay within um, shouting distance of the Rockets. So I apologize, Tyreek Evans, for being really, really good so far. And... Probably better than Tony Allen would have been uh, if he stayed on the maybe, team. Maybe. I mean, scoring. I'm going to move at on. Very least. All his, right. His scoring has been kind of incredible. Before we move to our steak and eggs, best thing, and I think we might get John on the line. Actually, uh, let's talk about our Patreon. Patreon.com slash fast break breakfast. That is where our biggest fans financially support the creation of this show. One of the benefits of joining our Patreon, Chuck. Mm-hmm. Is you get to submit questions to the croissant questionnaire. Croissant questionnaire. <laughs> so now we have a few questions. One, Indy Trey asks if HBO was to do a Hard Knocks NBA show, what team would you want to see them cover? It's a great question. What I would want to see is a bunch, and this is obviously filtered through my personal uh, fandom. Yeah. But I'd love to see how rich people live in Miami on a regular basis or any, any big city, you know, what it's like for, for poor Zingas to walk into, you know, Mr. Chow's or like yeah. any number of cool restaurants, you know, places the nightlife's cool you want to see the big so LA, nightlife LA, i mean because that's what i would want to see Not i don't so know much if, the inside i don't game. know if you're aware of the hbo program ballers oh yeah i've never watched it <laughs> but i believe my understanding is it's what you just described right you're like how would an nba team live in miami i think that's ballers Chuck. Right. so but i would i would i would take different perspectives on this if i want to see how a you know maniacally perfect organization is run i'm going to san antonio Oh, you know, yeah. If I want to see how inept a, a franchise is, send me to Sac, Sac Town, baby, or Phoenix, and see how crazy uh, crazy bad franchises are run. So the chaos. That would be entertaining. The opposite of that for me, Chuck, is I actually want to see... I'm not going to answer the Grizzlies, but I want to know how Chandler Parsons spends $20 million in Memphis. That's You own Memphis. Where, you where in the world do you go to spend money? He just owns all the water in the That Texas State River. Brazil closed. <laughs> Actually, it might be open. I'm not really it's sure. Still but I mean, like, like, I don't know. I guess there have to be some high-end clubs in, in the relatively small town that is Memphis. Right. Like, where do you spend that kind of money in Oklahoma City? Like, Yeah. But that's... that's uh, it goes back to something... Uh, Giannis said, "If said he wouldn't have been able to live in New York, or L.A., or Miami, he, yeah. if he he if he wasn't in Milwaukee, he would be completely distracted. He wouldn't like that flashy nightlife. I think that I makes would, sense. I think I would like to see. You mentioned Giannis. I would love to see him because he seems funny. Mm-hmm. Also, Rudy Gobert, his online persona seems like he has a very good sense of humor. Yeah. yeah. But but honestly, I would watch any. Like, I don't know why there's not more behind the scenes." That Hard knock style so shows because I would watch them all. Yeah. I, I would watch any. Portland. Snapchat doesn't quite do it for me. I, yeah, like, I get bored. That's I, cool. I, at the strip. I want to see. Though. I want to see that. Pro- I want to see that produced. Mm-hmm. Uh, that nice HBO produced. Yeah, you, you don't like that. Uh, let's go to Feeling Minnesota asks if you could go into a time machine and witness any single game in NBA history and sit anywhere in the arena you'd like. Which game and where would you sit? For example, a possible answer could be maybe you want to be in the lower bowl of Malice at the Palace to experience Artest running by you on his way to attempt to fight the wrong fan. That's a long question, but it's a good question. Where would I want to be? Yeah. I think it's easy for me. It's the uh, June 18th, 2013. I want to be on the floor in the corner when Chris Bosh tips a rebound out to Ray Allen for the dagger to bring the Miami Heat to lead the Spurs and finally take that game and eventually the series. It's the greatest shot I've ever seen. Didn't really see because I was on my phone outside thinking the game was <laughs> over. I was having a cigarette. I was sad. But That's I was, just like you and the other Miami fans who had walked out of the arena. I couldn't handle it. I, my heart broke. I knew the game was over. Everything yeah. about that game to me as a basketball fan was like, oh, this is impossible. I go outside to have a cigarette. I left my. Uh, I sat in my car, turned on my car. I had ESPN radio on, and I heard the call. 
but I didn't see it because I was smoking a cigarette. Are you not worried about the butterfly effect? Perhaps like the movie is Sound of Thunder or even Back to the Future, where just by going back in time, Chuck, and you being in that arena, it ruins everything. It's somehow your maybe maybe you're uh, you're replacing the person you're replacing in in this time frame. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a small child, Ooh. and your extra mass Changes. causes the sm- the smallest amount of of gravity. Oh no, just my my breath or your breath. Be screaming at. The back of Ray Allen's maybe, head. Maybe you're just yelling, and just that one extra bit of right. something makes that shot go off. What would probably would happen ri- is yeah. I would have cursed out somebody on the Spurs, and then Ray Allen would have asked me to stop and would have been uh, distracted and wouldn't have got that pass. I would have probably been telling Manu Ginobili to get a haircut or something, and he would have been mad at me, and then he wouldn't have made that shot. His blood pressure would have been up, and his form would have been off, and that would have been my fault. You're right, Keith. I don't want to go back in time. I think I would either... What game is it? I think there was a Suns-Lakers game. I think I would either do one of two things. because I really liked the Suns, as I've told a couple times, like 12 years ago. The game where Ron Artest got like a put-back layup. (laughs) Like, did Kobe airball or... (laughs) There were there was a putback layup at the buzzer where Ronald has had a buzzer beater that beat the Suns that pretty much cost the Steve Nash Suns a chance at making it to the finals. I would put myself baseline there. Mm-hmm. I would run out onto the court. <laughs> <laughs> Might cost me my life. Right. When that Kobe shot goes up on the court, I would do like those 1989 uh, finals highlights when you see the crowd just surging onto the court. <laughs> I would charge onto the court, get in the fray, and keep uh, Ronald Test from from getting the putback. That's it. Like you're saying, listeners are saying, how could you possibly keep Ron Artest from getting a putback? <laughs> Listen, if we were playing basketball, no, obviously I could not. If I'm a fan, he doesn't know is coming out of nowhere. I'm pretty sure I could block that shot one time. <laughs> if he doesn't know I'm coming, I can block it one time. Blind, Chuck. blind side. It will work. Out of, out of the blue. This has perf- This is perfect logic to me. <laughs> I think we should build a time machine tomorrow. All right, uh, Love Kebabs sixty nine asks. Oh. Shout out, Love Kebab. Trust fund kid. 420. Trust fund kid. <laughs> Which of the current young Lakers do you project to have the brightest future? Lonzo, Ingram, Kuzma Daddy, Randall, Nance Jr., Caruso, all caps. Caruso. Vander, you're my boy, Blue. Who's this Ingram he's talking about? I think. Uh, uh, sorry. Billy, uh, so Billy Ingram. Those, uh, yeah. Which of the young current Lakers do you project to have the brightest future? Um,. I I have to I have to uh, go with Kyle Kuzma, obviously because I'm on this. Uh, yeah, I'm on this like f- Lonzo Ball mountain. I'm gonna die up here, you know. That's a really strange sentence you just said. Yeah, it did sound weird. <laughs> that was super that's, weird. A, that's an odd mountain. I don't want to go. Odd, to, I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't want to go to that mountain, Chuck. What is there statue? I don't know what happens on that mountain. The the road up to that mountain i'm not sure but yes uh i go kuzma only because he's he he looks great offensively shooting uh, way better than uh his numbers when he start i mean i've we've, we've talked way. about his I know. his shooting percentages from summer league on i think when he's starting he's averaging 15 and 10 and get mm-hmm. a bunch of rebounds uh it does look like maybe kuzma has the brighter more obvious path because he seems like an nba i don't know like I, lonzo ball is an enigma i'm gonna choose lonzo ball He's an enigma. I know there's a lot of whatever breath words being expended on. Can he dribble good enough? Is he mm-hmm. is he actually a point guard? Should he be a backup? I just think the raw weird tools of him being able to put up these numbers that he's doing of getting these blocks of being in the right position defensively, uh, running the team. Like yes, he looks kind of slow and his shot is all kinds of broken, but he's also the only player ever. To have 19 points, 13 boards, I mean, 13 assists, 11 boards, four blocks, and three steals in a game. He's the youngest guy to ever have a triple double. Yeah. I think you can work with that clay. Mm. I think you could turn that into some kind of a good player. Well, you think he's an an enigma. I think he's an enema. And uh, he's, (laughs) no, he's, he's, well, all I care about is that uh, if this guy didn't go to UCLA, didn't have a loud mouth dad, and played in uh, Denver, no one would care about him. Honestly. He'd be super cool. I think it would be a cool player. He wouldn't player. be getting any of the hate. Yeah, it's all the... Well, and I guess my hate is... I'm okay. I hate myself now. Although, Perfect. I mean, this hate... Uh, it might... This hate of him being like an overhyped kind of reality star 
might actually be helping his brother. Well, because uh, apparently Donald Trump has interceded on behalf of the Leangelo Ball and talked to the Chinese head of state about maybe uh, getting getting Leangelo out, out of trouble for yeah, shoplifting. Specifically asked the president of China. I think this plays right into <laughs> LeVar Ball's hands. I don't know about you, but this just smells entirely of turkey bacon. Oh, is this Chuck's turkey bacon conspiracy? Look, I don't know. You guys, you know, the reason why I'm really against the Ball family is because I know LeVar, the father patriarch is a mastermind and he's uh coming for world domination and much like donald trump i hope to stop it before it happens <laughs> and it's too late but i in my head this is what's happened leangelo sent they're playing in china and he gets a call from his dad because leangelo is this the ugly red-headed middle child he's probably not going to be poor middle child an nba he's going to be a great you know player in bas- in in college basketball for what that matters but he's not going to do much in the NBA. So they're already planning on his trip to China to dominate in the Chinese basketball league or the whatever whales or the Szechuan blue whales, the Szechuan blue whales. It sounds like a sauce from McDonald's. Um, it sounds like a Rick and Morty. Uh, there was it. Yeah. Rick and Morty jokes. I've never watched an episode, but I, I know I all yeah. of the inside jokes from about. the place. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he's, he's out in China. His dad said, okay, we need to build your brand out there. Yeah. Got to get that BBB up. Got to put your name in the people's mouths. And there's no such thing as negative uh, publicity, as you know. So they're creating this problem child idea of him stealing stuff from Louis Vuitton in a Chinese super mall. So he's being caught. He's known across the Chinese landscape. And this is what you guys don't know. This is what makes uh, Lonzo... Uh, I mean, LeVar, the the brilliant genius of this. China loves a a story of redemption. It's pretty much their national identity, and they want this guy to be bad so they can root for him in the future, and they can sell billions of dollars in shoes. You know how many feet are in China? There's like two billion feet it's in China. Of, it's a lot of feet. And if the balls can just just a couple of those feet... So you It'd don't be great. You don't think this is a uh, Midnight Express, Return to Paradise, Broke Down Palace situation? I've never seen any of those movies. No, we're really missing John right now. Yeah, he'd be great here. <laughs> he'd be great to know those, <laughs> those references. Yeah, I mean, you don't think Leandro's going to get stuck over there for shoplifting? If stealing from the, com- the, the, the rich, wealthy Americans stealing from communist China? As we all know, China's a kleptocracy. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so uh, they they don't sh- uh, look too f- uh, poorly on that. But I mean, in general, you got to go to school there, and that's how you go. That's how you you learn. You go you go in to jail with a an associate's degree in minor theft, and you leave knowing how to rig an election. I might I might be wrong here, but I think in a capitalist society, if you steal, that's called capitalism. Right. <laughs> That's part of the price. I think. A, I think it's part of it. That's just yeah. But don't worry, Donald Trump's on the case. He's gonna the art of <laughs> the art of negotiation. How great will it be? You you, you are uh, you're Billy sitting in a Turkish prison. <laughs> this is a Midnight Express reference, <laughs> Chuck. Uh, and you get word. Don't worry, the great negotiator. He's on his way. He's on the case. How great would it be that this like was the the assassination of uh. Franz Ferdinand of the like, <laughs> next world war. This could be, and that actually, if this is the uh, Archduke, Archduke Ferdinand, Franz Ferdinand getting assassinated, do you know band? that the assassination failed on Archduke Franz Ferdinand, and one of the assassins was eating a sandwich afterwards, being like, I can't believe our assassination attempt failed because they changed the parade route, and Archduke Franz Ferdinand stopped his car outside of the this, this sandwich place. It just happened. He just drove up. And then got shot in the face. Serendipitously, he drove up to the <laughs> cafe where the assassin was. You can look this up, guys. This is he crazy. He drove up to the cafe where the assassin, one of the assassins was eating because there was multiple guys. And he's uh-huh. like, oh, my God, he's right here. Cool. Walks out, walks out, pops him. Mm-hmm. World War One. Right. So final, our last question from our Patreon supporters. Uh, Patrick Kirkner, I believe he's a Navy man. He asks... Let's say World War III pops off and y'all get drafted into the U.S. Army. Your assigned unit inexplicably contains all the American players from a current NBA team. What team would you want that to be? I wouldn't say the Spurs because I would leave you with no. It was just Kawhi. And like, 
It's been most of that in Danny Green. Yeah, Danny Green. I assume all the new guys on he that He might team. be Irish. <clears throat> Probably. Oh, Danny boy. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Patty Mills is Australian. Yeah, that's the whole. So you can't do the Spurs. Um, the American team. I'd have is this to just get, for hanging out, or is this for like winning a battle? See, this is, is my this, head. Is this, Who's the guys I want to spend twelve hours a day being bored as hell with? Because right. that's what war is. I mean, there's a few people who get shot at. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm I'm completely besmirching the military. I was in the Air Force, Chuck's, and Chuck, we Chuck's didn't a veteran. do much. Chuck's a veteran. I didn't do much. So it is about the the guys you spend the most time with and can crack the most jokes with. So I'd probably go, man. I'd probably go in. Uh, I'd go with the, the Oklahoma City Thunder. I think those guys would be fun to chill with. Really? Yeah. You, got, you don't you know, think you don't think Westbrook's just a weirdo that makes people feel bad about themselves? No, but that's, that's a my good theory. that's a good person to have. <laughs> and as long as you're not playing basketball, and his talent for that isn't being, uh, you know, held over your head, it, you're losing out on Stephen Adams, which seems like the main oh yeah, to pick the Thunder. That would be the best thing, best person to hang with. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna diverge a little bit. I'm not gonna pick an NBA team. I'm gonna pick a big three team. Uh oh. If I need some, if I need a team, American born guys to join my uh, team to join my little army unit, I'm taking the killer threes because they just added Ron Artest. We now got Ron Artest, Stephen Jackson, and Charles Oakley. Okay. That's that's my posse. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't. That's my that army click. unit. I think we'd be fun to play Uno with. Huh. I think we'd be fun to go into battle with. Yeah, I'd play Uno with those guys, and I would want them on my back. Uh, but not to be a a. You know, Homer again, but I would want to go to war with James Johnson. That oh, dude, hand to hand. Blood sport. Hand to hand combat. Oh, and you also get Tyler Johnson. And you get Tyler Johnson, who kind of, he looks That's like pretty a, cool. I bet Josh Richardson and Justice Winslow are pretty good. These guys would have the like, long length. Whiteside? Ooh, man. He's been, he's been over in Lebanon. He knows some things. Yeah, I'm sure he can World fire. World traveler. He can fire a, a, a rocket launcher. But yeah, that, there'd be a few teams. Who wouldn't you want to go to war with? Probably Hassan Whiteside, because I'd be like, Probably. hey, I'd say, hey, pass me the bullets. <laughs> Get he could pass. He could pass the pass. bullets. He wouldn't right. give you the ammo. Well, those are our croissant questionnaires submitted by our Patreon subscribers. If you want to be one of those awesome people who supports our program and gets involved with our fantasy basketball leagues over on Fantrax.com or plays in the pigskin pick'em or joins the Slack chat around the clock talking about basketball movies and whatever else, or submit a question. You can do all that at patreon.com slash fastbreakbreakfast. All right, steak and eggs, best thing. What's the best thing you saw in the last week? Man, the Celtics, they look incredible. They're so good. Why are they so good? They're, they're Spursian. They're Popovichian in their uh, ability to win games when even their best players are gone. When they were playing the Hornets last week, they uh, were missing their three highest paid players. I think it was like $72 million of payroll were you know, out with injury. Still managed to beat them. Squeezed out a Toronto victory um, without Kyrie. Um, Horford was playing, but still the, the, the uh, Raptors are... One of the best teams in the East, and they managed to hold on for a tight win. Um, I'll give you something that's that's kind of interesting, Keith. There are uh, top uh, eight players in de- defensive rating on Basketball Reference. Uh, it's Andre J- Drummond and seven Boston Celtics. Wow! So and Drummond is sixth. Okay. So it's you know Terry Rozier, Al Horford, Kyrie with a with a great defensive rating. Obviously, he's you know being hidden, but he's playing more aggressive defense and he's buying into the system. It seems like from the games I've watched, um, but he's got a higher rating than Marcus smart and Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. These young kids are combining to average basically to uh, nullify, not having Gordon Hayward, uh, uh, J and J the JJ bros. Those dudes are killing it. And it's that team's, you know, kind of incredible to watch. And the basketball is beautiful, you know, so yeah, that's the best of the week for me. The, the Brad, baby boy, wonder boy, Brad Stevens, who still looks younger than me, is probably six years older. He looks. He's. They're so fun, but they're fun to watch. It's one of those depressing things. Uh, Abby, my wife, saw a Celtics game and she sees the coach and is like, "Who's that guy? Are you older than him?" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I think so. I, I think we're the, I think we're the same age." Yeah. She was like, "Oh, huh." Mm. <laughs> 
Hint of, <laughs> hint of disappointments. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, man, I don't get it. The Celtics, they keep winning. Yeah. They, so they look great. It's 12 so weird. in a row. Um, from, <laughs> and they're, they have been on a streak since a specific moment. It's the, yes, it's the suck my dick streak. That's <laughs> the other yeah, 12, yeah. 12, 12, wins after Kyrie yelled somebody, uh, to SSD. Here's my, uh, uh, we got breaking news. Best thing. Uh Oh, John boy's ready to call. Oh yeah. John Burr. John Burr is, is, is clear to call. Let's get, let's get him on the phone. Get him. Whoop, whoop. Let's say John. Hey bud. You down with the clown? Yeah. Hatchet gang. Chuck and I yeah, went man. through all our croissant questionnaires, and I told a story that when you hear it, you will probably think I'm a bad person. Yeah. So that's something oh, you could tell. It's too late for that. Too late for that. It'll just reaffirm <laughs> your opinions. <coughs> We're doing some steak and eggs. You got any steak and eggs, John boy? Uh, my steak and eggs is that uh, I think I have uh, the greatest game of scones of all time ready for you, oh, boys. What's that sound? Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage. A little, Peter Dinklage. Fa- a little Skype phasing there. Mm-hmm. That's, that's gonna right. Be, that's it's gonna like be good. Very, <laughs> very queeny. Very game of queenish. scones. What do you got, John? All right, guys, we're going to play a game called. To be a little Kubrickian about it, we've got a we've got an or in the middle. Not Ben Simmons or Where's Lonzo. <laughs> okay. So, so how this game is played, guys? Ben Simmons is leading damn near every category for rookies. Okay. Right. It is insane. So I'm going to give you the categories that Ben Simmons is leading all rookies in. Okay. So now you have to you have to chime in. You ring in by screaming or saying loudly in a clear voice, "Where's Lonzo?" <laughs> and what I want you to tell me then is Lonzo in the top three in this category. Cool. A simple yes or no question. Now that will be worth two points. However, we also have something in this game called N one, where if you can tell me who, if not Lonzo and certainly not Ben Simmons, is second in this category. Are you ready? Do you understand? So this uh, <laughs> game involves me knowing about rookies. Yep. Cool. Yep. Cool. So when we're ready Sweet. to answer, we say, "Where's Lonzo?" to ring in. Yes. And we say yes or no if he's in the top three. Yes. And then if we can name whoever is second in the category. That's an additional point. That's, that's an and one. All right. Cool. Uh-huh. I believe we are ready. Gentlemen, let's begin with the category minutes per game. Where's Lonzo? Keith. Lonzo is, yes, top three. That's correct. Mm. Can you add that and one? Is there any negative drawback or penalty to me answering incorrectly? No. Okay. All right. I will guess. But Chuck can steal. Okay. I will guess. Duh. I don't know. I'll go De'Aaron Fox. I don't think that's right. De'Aaron Fox is eighth amongst rookies with 26.8 minutes per game. Not a great guess. can you steal? I'll go... Dennis Smith Jr. Seventh with 28.9. That's a crappy team. In second place, after Ben Simmons' 34.1 minutes per game, is Lonzo Ball Ah. with 33.5 minutes per game. Overthought it. Who's my daddy at 30.9? Lowry Markin at 30.6. And Jason Tatum at 30. Coming in six, Dilly Dilly Brooks, y'all. Dilly Dilly Brooks. Dilly Dilly. He leads two to nothing. All right, two to nothing me. Next category. Steals per game. Where's Lonzo? Keith. Chuck's going to have to get faster. Yes, he's top three. That's correct. Another two points for Keith. Can you make it three? Oh, man. Uh, I will say Lonzo is second. Chuck, that's incorrect. Can you steal? Lonzo was third with 1.3. Let's go Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum is incorrect. Hmm. The correct answer is Frankie Nicotine. I can't say his name. Nidalekina. There's. We there's actually talked about it earlier. We think it's just Nilakina. Nilakina. I read some things. I've heard that you maybe... say the T now. No. Yeah, I know. I, I read some things, but I'm telling you, I heard on the next broadcast them say Nilakina, so I'm going with it Good, until okay. someone someone calls me. Fun fact: in fourth, Dilly Dilly Brooks. Dilly. Nice. <laughs> All right. Four All right. Nothing. 
Next category. Chuck, quit sitting on your hands and put it on your buzzer. Yes, sir. Assist per game. Where's Lonzo? Uh-huh. Keith, good <laughs> lord! I don't, I don't, I, I know you're just doing it. I'm just <clears> doing now. It. You're thinking while we're. This is that's, all buffering. That's that's called game theory, Chuck, it and that's how theory. you win games. Yes, he's top three. That is correct. Second with seven point four. Keith running away with it with right. six now seven points. Didn't even let me end one that one. That was gonna be an easy end one. Oh, that was that, that was the game breaker. Who's the end one? <laughs> all right. I don't know. Chuck, we, we need, for you to win, you need to be where's Lonzo and, and hitting it. <laughs> Rebounds per game. Where's Lonzo? <laughs> All right, Chuck. Like it's a small child, I stepped aside to let him touch the buzzer. Um, <laughs> Here, son, why don't you shoot the basketball? So, rebounds? Yes, sir. Is Lonzo in the top three? Correct. That's what I'm asking no. you. No. No. By the skin... Of your thin skull, you are correct. Lonzo is fourth with 6.8. Okay. Ben Simmons leads all rookies with nine. Lowry Markin with 7.8. Wait, John I Collins with 7.3. Oh, Excuse me? You didn't give me an and one. Oh, I ruined the game. Yeah, I'm going to give you the and one. Cool. All right. Just to make I, this I was going to say John Collins because he's the only big man I know. John well, Collins. Don't tell me that because then you didn't get it. Yeah, that was mm. going to be my guess as well. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. The final one. And for all the marbles. Scoring per game, points per game. Where, where's Lonzo? Keith. He is not in the top three. That's just caveat. A wild... We're going to change this question. Oh, oh. Are you ready? Uh huh. I'm moving the goalpost for for fans fan interest. <laughs> cool, <laughs> great. Is Lonzo in the top ten scoring per game amongst rookies? Wow, I feel like that's a fake out. I will say yes. I he will is s- not. Okay. Uh, I was going to say no. <laughs> he, is, he is 11th. That's, that's wild. Okay. I'm going to, somebody can ring in with, don't say, where's Lonzo? Say, not Ben Simmons. If you can get the number two not, scoring per game, I'm making this worth three points. Not Chuck, Ben you Simmons. You can tie, and then, we'll, and then we'll go to a tiebreaker if Cal- Chuck beats you. Kyle Kuzma? That's correct. Oh, to the tiebreaker we go. Chuck at the buzzer. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. That's tight. That's the hardest one. I'm pretty impressed. Well, he's been scoring a bunch. Okay. And I had to load up on my Kyle Kuzma love because I'm on a f- f- Lonzo Ball mountain. We are leaving the realm of not Ben Simmons and going to a bonus round. Bonus round for all the marbles. This is for all the marbles. Whoever says where's Lonzo first and answers whether he's in the top three of this category amongst rookies. Are you boys ready? Okay. Blocks per game. Oh. Where's Lonzo? Keith. Yes. Keith wins. He wins. Third place. I mean, he had with four. 1.08 blocks a game. I was saying, I know he had four blocks in his last game. And he's oh, has, he has more is. blocks per game than, uh, I saw this, than uh, DeAndre Jordan right now. That's crazy. Ben Simmons is all the way down at ninth. I was pretty surprised by that, so considering the, his length. The only other person in the basketball reference database who has had... We talked about this earlier, John, when you weren't around. Because uh, Lonzo Ball is the only player ever to have 19 points, 13 assists, 11 rebounds, 4 blocks, and 3 steals. The only other player in the basketball reference database to have 13 assists, 11 rebounds, 4 blocks, 3 steals. Wow, I'm ready for you, you guys to guess. It's a current, uh, play, it's a current the- player, <laughs> and the hint is he did not score very many points when he did it. Uh, Draymond Green. John nails it. Mm. Boom. From downtown. Like From way like downtown. Yes. All right, boys. Well, I'm going to pull Phil Jackson and go to sleep, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. See Thanks, you, buddy. John. Bye-bye. Well, since we got a surprise appearance mm-hmm. from John there, a nice little game of scones. Johnny let's, boy. Let's eschew the final worst of weeks and jump straight ahead to Chuck. You know what? I think I know why Dave Yeager got rid of that uh, funny-looking goatee. Why? I think he got a Harry's Razors kit in the Ooh, mail. Ooh, is that why he's looking so sharp? Harry sent me the most incredible shaving kit, and it has me reconsidering many of my life choices, and uh, I might shave my beard I'm because I want to use it so badly. I'm not going to, but thankfully I get a ton of neck hair. So I do use that to trim my neck beard. 
And that's an important thing if you're trying to pick up chicks. You are going, you are not going the full Nikola Miritich. You are no. taking care of that beard underneath. You got to trim the lower neck because that's, you know, that's kind of where, especially if you're a taller guy like me, girls look up and they see a, a, a gross neck. You don't want to do that game. So trim your neck. Even with a beard, you should be shaving every other day at so, least. So if you want to have that makeover, a clean shave, new Jaeger face. You got to have that trim too. You got to trim the lines. So you don't have these weird whiskers on your cheek that kind of look, you know, they just look unkempt. Got to tighten it up, bum. If, if you want to revolutionize your shaving game, for a incredibly low price and have the all the equipment you need sent right to your house in a, a lovely package. Yeah. You go to harrys.com slash fast break and you can start your free trial. It comes with a weighted ergonomic handle. There's like five precision engineered German blades with lubricating strip and a trimmer blade to get that cheek stuff. They send you some cool uh, shave gel. It's got the, got the uh, peppermint, peppermint in it. It makes your face all delicious. Nice. Comes with a travel blade cover, all that cool stuff. And if you want to get your shopping for the holidays done early, Harry's just released a special edition holiday set, and it's really good for a gift. I got one for my dad, so check it out. Uh, so get your free trial or browse your holiday gifts. Go to harrys.com slash fast break right now. That's harrys.com slash fast break. Yeah, you do that, and we get a little piece of that. As Chuck likes to say, we'll be swimming in razors. All the razors. It'd be incredible. So go to harrys.com slash fast break all right it's now time for the awards segment of the program the international stack house of pancakes award is given each week to the worst performance in a box score this week we have several nominees justin holiday denzel valentine teammates one for ten pat beverly two for eleven marcus smart three for sixteen carmelo four for seventeen Blake Griffin, Rodney Hood, Kimball Walker, Steph Curry, all five for 19. A lot of honorable mentions this week. Cold weather got people shooting like crap. <laughs> Here are our three nominees presented as they occurred chronologically through the week. Donovan Mitchell. Oh, Donovan. Woo! He Big feels boy. that green light. He is playing way better. However, in a loss against the Sixers, Donovan Mitchell put up 76 ice shot points in our negative fantasy league over on uh, Fantrax.com. An incredible performance. Uh, he was three for 21. Eight points, three boards, one assist, one steal, one block, one turnover. All-time great performance. Fouls. We're going to be talking about that for a while. Dennis Schroeder. 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 One of our Patreon supporters tells us we Americans will never say that name right. Schroeder. So why bother? Uh, Dennis Schroeder. In a loss against the Wizards was two for 16. 7.7 boards, five assists, four turnovers, one personal foul. That's very, very bad. We don't have to say his name right because we won the war. There you go. Uh, I could win that war <laughs> with the member of the Killer Threes. <laughs> Wes Matthews in a loss. Wes Matthews, who is the MVP of my iShop team. Mm, he's uh, he was 0 for 9. 1.4 rebound, 4 assist, 1 steal, 2 turnovers, 2 personal fouls. Wes Matthews, who, unlike Nerlens Noel, is earning his minutes. Yep. I put on Twitter that he uh, he's playing, I think, 36 minutes per game. He's shooting 36%. He has career-worst true shooting percentages, career-worst turnover percentages. Uh, his on-off net rating is negative 35. Mm. Mavs are 35 points per 100 possessions better when he's not playing. Obviously, small sample size when he's because he's always on the court he's and they're bad. Always playing. But still, Wes Matthews, MVP of my iShop team. All right, we got Donovan Mitchell, 3 for 21. Dennis Schroeder, 2 for 16. Wes Matthews, 0 for 9. There's no question. We got to go Don Don. Donovan Mitchell, come on down. That was incredible. Winner, winner, iShop dinner. I am really proud of Donovan Mitchell. But for those of you who don't know what the iShop is, if you're a listener for the first time, it is a uh, you know an ode to the poor uh, shooting uh, box scores. But we're also doing a negative fantasy league that Keith talked about on Fantrax.com, and it gets you uh, where you have to root for someone to do bad, which is an incredible thing to do in fantasy Watching sports. Watching the games is so much fun when you have the Fantrax live stat tracker mm -hmm. in the negative league. Cause any miss, like you get points for missed shots, you get points for fouls, you get points for turnovers Technicals. and like, and you get points for minutes played. Mm -hmm. So when your guys on the court, like if he hits a three, it's so terrible for your team. Right. It's just like, no, 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 no. So it, it is really fun. <laughs> and it is, uh, it's highly combustible 
wild swings right. throughout the game. Because someone will be awful one day and then just go for 25. Like Mike James hits four shots in a row and he's at like negative 25. I'm right. like, what in the world? It's awful. So yeah, that's a that's been a lot if of fun. If you like to spice up your fantasy life, come come and join <laughs> us next year because we're full. We got what, we got like thirty people. We got, playing? Yeah, we got we got a lot of people. We got people uh, like uh, the poor uh, the poor people and. Uh, uh, Pounding. I was trying to remember what their names were. What? Pounding on Noah's Ark. Let us right. in. <laughs> we got people done left behind. There are people that wanted to get in. We on got it people left behind in the iShop League. Late, so but uh, you'll get in next year. Man, go and join the Patreon now. You won't. You won't be left behind for next year. Mm-hmm. All right. Par fadeaway. What things are we looking forward to in the coming week? One thing I'm really looking at is I know some of these early stats are leveling off, but the Pistons are still winning. Yeah. Uh, they're still playing great defense. They're rolling out lineups that I don't think can work. Like, I love Ish Smith, but like Luke Kennard, uh, Langston Galloway, Anthony Tolliver, Boban, and they're fine. Like, they're playing good defense. Uh, so they keep winning. I, like, I feel like the Magic have come back to earth a little bit, but they're still pretty fun. The Pacers have come crashing back to earth. Right. But the, the Pistons still look like they could be a pretty good team. So I'm having fun watching them. They're and, good for uh, now. And, and cheer, you know, cheering for them. You don't know where it's going to go. But this time last year, I saw this on the internet, the best team in the NBA was the Clippers. You know, this many games in the season. The Wizards were bad. They were 4-9. You know, and the Lakers were 500 this time last year. So I think it's all like early sample size stuff. I do like their makeup. If they have one more scorer on that team, although Noob Saibot, Tobias Harris is playing incredible. Um, yeah, I I don't see why there's where there's anything wrong with it. Reggie Jackson isn't bad. Yeah, Reggie he's, Jackson's playing really well. He's playing good. So although I saw something that he drives left like seventy eight percent of the time or something. Yeah, maybe defenses maybe. will figure that let's out. Let's figure that out. Yeah, <laughs> but mostly it's you know the it's a good it's a well coached team. Drummond has come into his own as an actual uh, you know player that doesn't really have many holes in his game now with those free throw shooting being taken care of. Uh, we'll see if that holds up for the whole season, but it's a great t- team and they're fun to watch. Yeah. Also, uh, I guess I'll shout out since we we were a little light on the basketball this week, a little bit. What with the uh, the surprise, uh, John having a little issue come up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gobert is injured, which puts the the Jazz in a lot of trouble. Yep. I think there is potential. As much as I love Gobert, as much as the next guy, I feel like there's a small amount of Ewing potential, Ewing theory potential. With this team, maybe playing a little freer, a little looser, a little smaller, not doing any of the two big lineups. More Donovan Mitchell. So maybe like things will loosen up. Maybe the shots will start to fall with playing some more small ball. So maybe in the long run, it can help them. Uh, the T Wolves are still kind of a mess. Like they went on a winning streak. We thought they were good, but they're no, they're not. Such terrible defense. The Thunder look like they're they're getting better, but maybe it was just because Carmelo didn't play. Mm-hmm. They're still zero and six in close games. I'm actually liking some of the things I'm seeing from friend of the show, Devin Booker. Uh-huh. Uh, like he's, he's, he's kind of doing okay. Like he, uh, he's being more efficient. So those are, those are some more fun things to watch. So we'll get John back in here next week and go over all that stuff. If we didn't hit your team this week, uh, we're sorry you cheer for the wizards. I don't like talking about them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Hey, I'll tell you oh, the no. wizards. I want the wizards to get Nerlens Noel really bad. Like, I want Nerlens Noel to be freed. Nerlens Noel is no game changer. No. But he's a fun basketball player. Yeah. He should be playing basketball. I'm trying to figure out a way we can get him, like, maybe him go to the Wizards. You said something the other day that seemed kind of... uh, Which one? It was, uh, you know, Nerlens is playing no minutes in Dallas. Yeah. And uh, the Sixers are trying to get rid of... Uh, Yeah, well, the the Okafor Okafor. for Nerlens back thing... Because, like, Nerlens did not want to be a backup in the Sixers. He was right. like, I can't back up Joel Embiid. Mm. Maybe after he's uh, backed up Salah Mejri <laughs> for a while. He's like, you know what? Okay, here's Maybe my Maybe I will pie. play, uh, what's that guy, Max- Maxi Kleber? Maxi Kleber. <laughs> Maxi, yeah, my, uh, my phone calls him Max Kleenex. <laughs> like, maybe he doesn't want to be behind him, so maybe right. he would accept a trade. Maybe Okafor and Noel would, would agree to a out. trade for each other. Like, I'm trying to figure out, like, would the Bulls want either of those guys? Like, maybe a Miritich to the Mavericks? Yeah. And then I don't know where Okafor goes in the whole thing. Uh, the Mavs can send like Noel and Josh McRoberts to make that. A, that's that's like ten, eleven million dollars of salary. You can yeah. move some things around. Let's see some trades. Let's make it happen. Yeah, quit being boring. Like NBA. finally Bledsoe to the to the Bucks. That was great. That we was didn't cool. even mention that. We can't. We we, <laughs> we talked about mechanics and uh, a little bit of breakfast. Yeah. You guys, thanks for listening. Uh, if you want a nice shave, go to Harry's.com/slash/fastbreak. If you want to support our program. 
patreon.com slash fastbreakbreakfast. Like us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter at fastbreakbreak. All right, you guys are the best. Thanks for listening. And remember, breakfast is the most important thing. Yeah, never apologize for being TNG. Fast break, break, man. You understand?